0: Look, I don't have all the answers, all right, but for a fiver, I can give you number 17.
1: The 1980s were a time of change. The Cold War finally ended. <laughs> the Cola Wars began. Video <laughs> killed the radio star. And in 1987, a little film dared to ask the question, ballet or jazz? <laughs> <laughs> in Body Beat, aka Dance Academy, Catwoman herself, Julie Newmar, has to sell her prestigious ballet school. <laughs> the mysterious new owner insists she teach jazz dancing and sends his nephew, a rebellious leather jacket-wearing guy known in the quote "rock world" as Moon to shake things up. <laughs> the students quickly take to Moon's radical dance moves breaking out into dance numbers and montages that rival peak MTV, or at the very least, (laughs)
2: mid-VH1.
3: Meow.
1: And together, they prepare a showstopper for the big Hollywood showcase that's important for some reason. But Catwoman isn't too keen on jazz killing her precious ballet, so she sends her henchman Percy to dig up dirt on Moon. Also, there's a blue-collar fruit packer named Vince who stumbles into the academy under false pretenses and quickly rises to the top of the class. Also, there are some chickens in jumpsuits at one point. <laughs> Look, does all this really matter? No. Does it make it any less entertaining? As if!
2: <laughs>
1: so crack open a new Coke, put on those leg warmers, and let's enroll in Dance Academy! Yes. Woo! Dance Academy. Gonna
2: dance and
0: dance and dance and dance. There are going to be some tough sessions. Some painful moments. Just stay out of my life, okay? Some of you have no idea what you're gonna do with your life, so you're gonna learn in here. It'll take them everything they have, but it'll give them everything they want. Dance Academy.
4: What's the tuition? (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) There's no way of
1: knowing.
5: Seemingly free.
1: (laughs) Weirdly, I think this movie might have more exposition per minute than any other film we've done (laughs) so far.
6: Ooh, yeah.
1: It's... Furious
4: (laughs) It's fast and furious Yeah the information overload At the top of this movie is Fairly unrivaled in anything Maybe I've ever watched We had
5: to rewind (laughs) three times to write it down Because I was like what is Julie Newmar Going on about oh my god
1: (laughs) The beginning of
6: this movie Has the editing rhythm of like A cognitive exam for Alzheimer's patients
1: It literally wastes no time it hits the gas as soon as it turns
5: on yep. we did forget to do the roll we should do that first. oh yeah and the then, roll call and then and then we'll dive back in we, much like this movie we just came <laughs> we, in
2: guns we just lacing. hit the gas
5: <laughs>
6: who the hell are you people what are you talking
5: about please <laughs>
1: Who's ready to dance? Jamie Kennedy?
5: Oh, geez, I'm so overwhelmed by all this. I'm gonna need to take five, six, seven,
2: eight. <bringing>
4: <things to> <end> Greg Hansen? I sure hope I wasn't the only one more than like slightly aroused by the sight of greased up Italian Americans and spandex and leg warmers, because it might very well be the only thing I talk about for the rest of the episode. <laughs>
6: I want you to go off, man. I, I need <laughs>
4: so many fucking Rockos in this movie.
6: <laughs> Give me <a> Rocco hard. <laughs> Casey Regan. My name's Casey Regan. I'm known in the rock world. <laughs> a, a little. I mean, like, there's a couple music scenes where people kind of know me. Like, Greg knows me. I know. So I guess, like, yeah, I'm, I'm known a bit. As uh, Casey, Re- <laughs> Casey Regan I said My name's Casey Regan <laughs> Yeah yeah Are you not listening? <laughs> I would never be treated Like this in the rock world
7: <laughs> Who is that? Harrison The attorney For our mysterious Owner and employer And what did he want? Our lives This academy Has been in my family For years This is not Some California school For one million Showbiz careers This is a school Of classical ballet This is one of the best In the world Come to study here I only sold it to make ends
0: meet. I never thought it would come to this. Has this patron of the arts found a director for his new money making jazz program? Yes,
7: that's another piece of information I'm sure you'd like to hear. He's chosen his nephew, David Bronson. David Bronson, where's he coming here from? Jail
5: crazy exposition dump where Julie Newmar is dressed like a matron from the 1850s (laughs) yeah Yeah.
2: she looks like
4: she looks like one of the mothers in Suspiria yes totally
5: so many ruffles. She's like the chip. She has ridges.
4: <laughs>
6: immediate schoolhouse frow we are yeah. just thrown at, and she's saying like they want our lives. Academy money making million dollars jazz program, and you're like what? a
5: great movie. Mysterious <laughs> investor. Shadow investor. <laughs> Nephew. Jail. The,
6: the, the movie's trying to tell us something. <laughs> I felt like Malcolm McDowell in A Clockwork Orange. Like, just, like, what's happening? What are you trying to tell me? Stop it, please. And then in the middle of all these words, a guy with, in a leather jacket and a red BMW convertible
4: is just like in the sunset. I love a movie that's so shamelessly of the time. If you were an alien and you hadn't ever seen a piece of media, you just knew about the, the relative pop culture eras that existed from frame one where it's just hot pink on (laughs) a a freeze frame of an island, you'd be like,
2: 1987. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
4: This movie had so much feathered hair, it could open a pillow factory. (laughs) (laughs) I love this movie's priorities because they're just like, okay, we have a lot of information. But not really. Like for a movie, not actually that much plot. But let's get it all in the first 10 minutes so we can get along with those valet scenes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Also, I want to put this up to the class. What was Moon in prison for?
6: <laughs> yes. Being too real. Being too real, I'm sure. I'm sure. Being too I'm tubular, sure he, baby. Yeah, I'm sure he danced in a way that just shook up. This there was th- there I was mean, a
4: small Utah town. No, no,
6: no, probably. Or
5: was it sex crimes? <laughs>
6: I think it was probably a, a statutory. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it was
5: probably. If His plot point later on, which never gets resolved, really is any indication. He probably yeah. was in jail for it dating was a definitely, 15-year-old girl.
1: Definitely sex crimes or footloosing one or the other <laughs> if not both yeah.
5: but if sex crimes that does call into question if you know all this why he then does become like the dance head of an academy of students
6: because there's a million dollars
4: on the line <laughs> that is the most amount of money anybody can ever have
6: for yeah. dance yeah and
5: if you can I get mean, yeah. it
4: in a giant check even better <laughs>
6: I think I feel about this movie what y'all felt about Funland <laughs> I know there's so much here that's not working but I'm so particularly delighted but it's
5: interesting that you bring up Funland because this movie has more sketches in it than the movie that was written by sketch writers like like Funland was supposed to be a series <laughs> of sketches strung together and really this movie is just sketch 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 the A
6: plot is just a very vague business like there is an indeterminate amount of control and money up for grabs in this organization institution amusement park (laughs) ski mountain (laughs) uh, rec center whatever something someone's coming to snatch it away from someone and there is some sort of heroic act that our 'er ne'er-do-well heroes need to perform to ensure the safety of Something. It's just weird. (laughs) This one being like the "quote unquote" greatest dance academy in the world, (laughs) but on like, were they shooting at like an Italian castle? Like there were some exteriors in this that were like. But then
1: they go to downtown Hollywood. Like it's very clearly in Los Angeles. But well,
5: I did assume castle was in Malibu, and then the big show was on Hollywood Boulevard. A big Hollywood show has just big senior class of musical theater energy. Like. (laughs)
4: I do appreciate the movie's priorities. They were doing what PM was doing before PM was doing it, where they were just like, every six minutes, we have to have a dance sequence. It doesn't matter what else is happening in the movie. We have to dance.
6: Doing it with a dance movie, I really liked even more than applying that sort of like writing structure to an action movie. Because the dance scenes could just, like, break reality. I guess action movies do the same thing, but at least you're still within the reality of, like, dangerous situations. Sometimes in this movie... Enemies become friends. People walk out. Things are just like I don't whatever. We know if they're
4: friends. They coexist
6: on stage for sure, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It needs to happen because the dancing is the number one priority in this movie. Right. Over,
4: over storytelling. <laughs> over characters. Like yeah. characters are introduced in the last third of the movie. And Who? I was.
5: Were Patrizia and Claudia, guys?
4: (laughs) Oh
6: my God! I
5: (laughs) I was just about to
4: say that.
5: We have this whole like four-minute ballet number with these two Italian women just doing this beautiful ballet, and at the end, they're like, "You must be Patrizia.
2: I'm Claudia Gioni.
5: I know. It's a special pleasure to meet you."
6: What? What?
4: Are you kidding
6: me? That's the scene That's... of the two characters who are no. never in the movie ever again?
4: There is a lot of information that they reference throughout the movie that we did not see on screen yeah. at all. And I was like, when was that, huh?
6: It gives you the impression that this movie, which is loaded as shit, like it's yeah. just full 90
5: minutes feels like twice that I'm just whoa, whoa, I, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I stand okay. by it I stand by it
6: feels like
1: all three Hobbit movies crushed <laughs> into 96 minutes
6: I'll go as far as to say I agree with both of you it's a 90 minute movie that feels like a three hour movie because it deserves to be a three hour movie <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is like an
6: epic it is West Side Story essentially for the like Bartles and James generation oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
5: offended. I'm offended.
4: Well, I mean, it makes sense. It's in L.A. It's the West Side Story.
5: (laughs) Just as we're beginning to recover from the tonal whiplash of all the exposition in the opening of the movie, we then cut to our star, Vince. Uh,
4: Oh, yeah. Star is a question.
6: To give you a mental picture, imagine this SAT question. (laughs) Bruce Springsteen is to the boss what Vince is is to assistant manager.
0: <laughs> I got a deal for both of us. Oh God, God not another Listen, deal. look around you, what do you see? You see fruit everywhere, right? That's right, I see fruits everywhere. Right, and a lot of it's going bad. Well, you can't get rich on rotten fruit, right? Right.
7: Wrong. Wrong. The answer to our dreams is in
0: alcohol. Get it? Alcohol. Come on!
7: He's
6: pitching his make alcohol business plan to a forklift operator who picks him up while he's giving his shark tank and pushes him in to the back of a dump truck that's filled with some sort of berry or fruit. And then... A ghost, I think, dumps the truck bed so that all the bear. I, I please, classmates, help me. What the other explanation could possibly be? Nope. Because
4: comedies, comedies are funny when they don't make sense. The
6: truck just starts driving and drives through the trailer where his the foreman of this job site is like taking a shit. <laughs> so he has to chase after him. But somehow he somehow he was it.
4: in the he was in the cab somehow like he was it's dry, insane. Like,
6: right, he has to like dance jump out of the way of all these people who are now chasing him
5: he presents a real narrative challenge for the writers too because how do we get this blue collar working class fruit packer who clearly knows how to dance but doesn't know how to dance to this prestigious dance academy and the answer is he jumps into a random car to escape the people chasing him and they drop him off at the dance (laughs) academy
6: you're so right Jamie that's like (laughs) an insane (laughs) screenwriting (laughs) (laughs) it's a series of screenwriting Decisions that is more wild Than the last It feels like they wrote themselves into a corner And then just had to be like Get him in a car And then yeah he just gets in someone's car
5: And they don't immediately Kick him out
2: Or
1: scream in terror. And it's these, like, yuppies who are on their way to the dance academy. Well, I guess we must go to the dance academy in Malibu, Italy.
3: (laughs) And
4: all the while, there's just this, like, thumping theme song that's just like... (laughs)
6: be probably as I do some work later just listening to this movie in the background because I thought the music was awesome. I thought it was so fun.
5: Every song was either about dance or love or loving to dance.
6: Those <laughs> what else is there? Or loving like being a virgin <laughs> but also fucking.
2: It's just, all the
6: songs were so good. They were about stars.
1: Much like the plot, it's about everything and nothing all yep. at the same
6: time. Yeah. They're about just having feelings, just feelings being good. It
4: makes so little sense, and doesn't really actually start to make more sense ever <laughs> in the movie at all.
6: Because we arrive at like Charles Xavier's school yes. for artistically gifted thirty-five year olds, <laughs> and this one very '80s hair dude, the walks most in. feathered of yeah. hair, yeah. Uh, fucking gem of the holograms <laughs> she walks in and she looks at this big white piano and basically is like I didn't know Cassio made a baby grand and she starts playing the synth-as-shit music
4: on this baby grand piano which is great because it breaks out a Cyndi Lauper video Yeah,
5: well. yeah. oh god I wish I could have played this on my last session in New York I mean it's beautiful yeah <laughs> a bunch of freshmen like, oh, someone's playing a piano. Let me just do all of my talents and, we're dancing and we're singing. A
6: fucking TV ad for a wine cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm dancing. We're all dancers. Isn't this wild? We're all dancers. (laughs) Get on the piano, you nut.
5: (laughs) Including Vince, who just, like, pops out of nowhere.
6: (laughs) We don't see him
1: get out of the car. He materializes in the Dance
5: Academy.
1: (laughs) He's just
6: so God damn hot. (laughs) He's just so sexy and he dances well enough that (laughs) everyone loves him. That's the thing about this movie is like, look, all ballet is very impressive. Any sort of dancing is like incredibly impressive. And a lot of this movie, they are doing, you know, ballet moves. Uh, Ain't ain't no uh, Natalie Portman. Uh, She's doing her own moves. (laughs) uh, The Academy Award goes too. this is some there's some. Real impressive ballet in this movie, but it never feels like the best ballet in the no, world. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it never feels like these are the top elitist, elite ballet. No, dancers it's definitely
5: in the world. like I have to take your word for it because many times characters will be like, They got it. This is what I wanted from you. That was one person moving in sync on the dance floor, and you've transcended art and time to present the greatest dance ever. And I'm just like, eh, Okay.
2: Maybe. Could be. Yeah,
4: this movie does present a lot of very pretentious artist statements. If you're really good, you don't need to say it, you just need to do it. And then he does something. That like is supposed to be really cool. And I was like, was that really good? Right. It, it sure looked like what I do when I pretend to be a dancer.
5: <laughs> yes. Like yeah.
4: for my friends as a joke. Right. And yep. smolder similarly.
5: Because he only does it for like a couple seconds. He was like, see, that's all you can handle. Right. What I can do. If
6: the camera hung on him any longer, he would have been like, that's it.
3: Oh, God, (laughs) God. my legs are on fire.
2: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Would we call David Bronson, a.k.a. Moon, cool?
0: (laughs) My name is David Bronson. I'm known in the rock world as Moon. Some of you have no idea what you're going to do with your lives. Well, you're going to learn in here quick.
4: Moon played by Tony Fields is actually a dancer was in the Michael Jackson's beat it and thriller videos was in Lionel Richie's running with the night video was Al in a chorus line like oh he was
5: Al wait fuck
2: shoot
4: (laughs) (laughs) Jamie loves this movie now Uh (laughs) wait
6: a minute Al's here (laughs)
2: you're
6: telling me we've got an Al
5: in this original Broadway cast or movie what was it Okay. Okay. All right. I'm less impressed, but
2: all
6: right. You understand we do a movie podcast,
5: right, Tammy? You understand?
1: Miss McKenzie shuts down the impromptu dance music video.
5: (laughs) You are all a disgrace to the art of dance.
1: And I like that she immediately (laughs) calls out Vince because she like I guess knows every single person who's going to the academy. She's like, "You're not on the list," but Moon covers for (laughs) him. (laughs) (laughs)
6: she's so fun in this movie every time she was on screen i was fucking psyched
3: yeah
1: she definitely rakes her claws at the scenery and it's great
6: (laughs) her scenes get the slice worse than anyone else like we we hang out with every other character in this movie except her like her scenes are the ones that are really cut manically
7: the board is voting one million dollar grant if that new modern jazz program is successful
0: a million bucks for bronson I hear they don't even call him David or Mr. Bronson. They call him Moon. Be strong, Percy.
7: It won't be forever.
6: I couldn't actually get a hold on Percy and Miss Mackenzie's relationship. (laughs) In a way that I really liked. (laughs) Because that first time we see them together, it feels pretty post-coital. It feels pretty
4: I always I read it as for the whole movie until three-quarters of the way where they're like. And now the ballet director, Percy, I was like, what? I thought he was her son. Yeah, yeah. I, I got very, like, temper tantrum teen from Percy, who was also definitely my favorite character. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah.
5: I thought he was student at first, like, a student in the ballet program who who, like, is a suck-up to her and, like, wants them to succeed. Then I thought they were boning. Then when I learned he was the director of the ballet, I'm like, well, what is this relationship? Then? Like, what is this?
6: It's sort of all of them because her storyline is so sliced up. But it does have—it's uh, funny. It's Julie Newmar. It does have the feeling of basically all of her scenes is her turning to camera in a mid shot and being like sassy thing, basically. <laughs> That's basically what the Catwoman was too. It's like, yep. and then it just, just cuts needs to be a little more touch. And then
1: it really nails right, it.
6: Right, exactly. But it's the same sort of vibe. Yeah, in the first scene, they seem to be in Well, in the first scene, she's, like, dressed like Mary Poppins. Yes. So she's a <laughs> totally scene. asexual scene being. Together, yeah. yeah, the second scene, they're together. She's, like, draped over a chaise lounge with, yes. like, a silken scarf over her and, like, a nighty on. And he's, like, putting his shoes on. I think yeah. that's pretty... I think they I think they're boning but then she definitely has a control over him like she is pulling his strings the whole time and then at the at the end when he is bailed from jail (laughs) there everyone's like your mommy's here your mommy's here and while that that is the prisoners might have just been bullying him it does put in your brain that this is a very (laughs) mother-son sort of... Well,
4: also, like, he's, like, 14. (laughs) Yeah,
6: also, he seems like a baby. He seems like a baby boy.
4: It's a wild decision to cut out arguably the most famous person of the movie Julie Newmar totally, in, yeah. in favor of other scenes that literally have no place in the movie in the final cut yes. there are so many scenes that are less than a minute long that <laughs> simply could be cut and it would actually like it's not even like it would change nothing like oh it's like unnecessary it's like literally there are things that happen that I'm just like wait what you're
2: talking
6: about minute long scenes that don't need to be in the movie
4: the Middle of this movie <laughs> is
6: two movies that are the same movie, <laughs> just next to each other. Yeah. Just is watching the two different groups of characters to doing think the if they same had just, movie. If they
4: had just watched a Brian De Palma movie, they realized they could have just run him at the same time. It's just that
6: easy. It's just meaningless monologues to advance yes. a plot that none of us want or need. Just show us dancing. Just show us dancing. But I love where they choose to have these fucking knuckleheads give meaningful monologues that say absolutely nothing, yet are like performed well enough that you're like, this is a movie. This is a cinematic experience. I'm getting what this movie wants me to be getting. It's just insane. It's just made by insane people. I love it so much. Well, it's
4: made by insane people and also B and C rate actors. It's like a whole bunch of like, oh shit, you were in something else? <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Tony Fields, I know him from Trick or Treat. He plays like a heavy metal front guy in that movie and he rules and he nice. like, I- I- inhabits the body of a kid who plays his. Records backwards.
2: What? What? Sweet. Gayla
4: Gorge, who's I think most famously in an episode of French Prince of Bel Air where she boxes Will Smith.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Which is great. I also love the fact that we don't, for the first 15 minutes of the movie, know any of our characters at all. No. And then, like, when we sort of settle into Gayla Gorge, uh, aka, I thought it was Janet the whole I, movie.
6: I, I yeah, Jana. Janna. No, Janna. Janna.
5: Hard J. Yeah, hard hard J. Janna
6: Coloni. Because I'll I'll never forget that because of the line. My
5: name is Janna Coloni.
3: And this is what I do. Yes!
4: (laughs)
6: Honestly, that was the moment when I was like, oh, I'm going to love this movie. I know it now
4: that I'm going to love this movie. What a feeling to write a part for Irene Cara. But then they get the lady from RoboCop 2. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Irene Kara? No, but I mean, but yeah, it like, been. Like, yeah, like,
4: what yeah. okay. yeah. like
5: I just, I, I'm like, why did she say no? I'm I'm confused. Because <laughs> she
4: was too busy making Busted Up!
5: Busted Up was the same year. Ah, what a year. do want to get busted up.
6: Before we get totally into the, the nitty and the gritty... There's not much nitty Stop. or gritty yeah. in this movie. I do want to just express my confusion as to Miss Mackenzie's motivations. <laughs> I don't know why... I understand that... Ballet, like, good. Jazz, bad. Jazz, bad. Because it's it's sexual and MTV and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's, it's new and young. It's the devil's music. But I feel like the school getting a million dollars would be good for everyone.
2: Well, it, it, <laughs> I, I it's essential
6: it. because, like, she she has to sell it. Like,
1: right. she makes it very clear at the beginning. It's like, well, we literally had no other choice. We had to sell the school. But
4: why do I have to change anything? One, one big question I have, and this is important, is, Jamie, why did you hate this movie? Yeah. I, oh. I was just... This movie's rad. I was
5: just overwhelmed by it. Like, it
4: was just... <laughs> Jamie, stick by your guns. Tell us why. Tell us why you hated the movie. Yeah,
5: it it moved (laughs) fast. It died young. It, (laughs) It went for so long. And like... You know, as someone who loves musical theater, I think I just need to understand about myself that I don't really care about dance so much. Like, I've just (sighs) never really gotten it. I get that. Which is controversial. I get it. And, like, I appreciate dance when I see it. My eyes just kind of glaze over when we have, like, a dance number, which was a good part of this movie. Lots of sketches tied together with not much where I just left being like, what? What is happening? And then ends on a freeze frame.
4: Wait, so so you're saying you don't love movies where a series of non sequiturs happen with characters that you don't care about <laughs> doing fine to mediocre dance and <laughs> mediocre to bad comedy. That's not a recipe for- I,
5: you know, I know, um, that's the hill I'm dying on. You I know? mean,
4: I will absolutely give you,
1: Salsa, this movie is not.
5: I love Salsa. I love salsa. Yeah, it's great
1: on your chips. It's not like...
5: (laughs) Vince gets accepted to the Dance Academy on a technicality,
2: basically.
6: Yeah, because game respect game. (laughs) Moon sees a fellow stud. Maybe, you know, things get a little harder when there's two studs on the ranch, but you know what? The ranch stays safe.
5: Moon calls him a special project of him and like, oh, my uncle didn't tell you about this? I'm surprised. And so Miss McKenzie has to back down and let this stranger just join her prestigious dance academy. And Vince accepts without learning what this place is. Because then a couple <laughs> seconds later, when Miss Mackenzie's giving her welcome speech to this prestigious dance academy, Vince mouths to Moon dancing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: is that I, I missed that.
4: I saw that they were talking, did yeah. not see yeah, at yeah, all goes, what they were
5: dancing and then and then Moon goes, yes dancing. And he
4: had just just freestyled
6: on the piano. All we know about Vince is he loves dancing, but he's still like, wait a minute.
0: The best of you will perform in the Hollywood Showcase in June. The rest of you will either quit altogether or tempt another area in this business we call show. Those of you who do quit will be encouraged to do so by me. We have no time to nurture losers. None savvy it should be said that the scene when we
6: go into like the class when we start meeting our main cast is really pushing moon to be like this is a cool character this is a cool fucking guy
4: it's it is funny because we really have like three male leads and three female leads and the three female leads are all playing it fairly straight and like doing yeah. i actually think a fairly bang up job at like giving some gravitas to yeah. what is like literally the most by the numbers plot contrivances i think like it's literally just like we have a thing at the end of the movie that's important for no discernible reason other than we said it is and they're kind of like boys that's cool let's do that you know And, (laughs) and the three male leads which would be moon vince and percy are giving are like huge like fuck mustard they're putting hair gel on every <laughs> line
6: and i loved all of them even when they displayed what comes to be very upsetting and problematic behavior i still was like i kind of want you to succeed you douche yeah. <laughs> you, you, you charismatic douche
4: fuck we meet Jana, who's our female lead and she's
6: doing what she does. <laughs>
4: I truly don't know how these types of classes work, but no. I don't think you immediately start and just go, just do something and show us what you can do <laughs> no. and yeah. then expect something insane. And he throws her for a loop Ooh, and turns wow. off the song in the middle. And she's not oh. too pleased about that, but then she keeps dancing and he respects that because she kept dancing. I was just like, why is this a thing?
5: Like, he literally did it in a gotcha moment and admits to it.
0: Okay, you actually show some promise. You have some interesting moves. But what I liked is the fact that when I stopped the music, you didn't stop dancing.
5: What is this class? Are you going to do this to everyone?
4: (laughs) No, because there are a lot of characters that we literally (laughs) will never meet. (laughs) Or say anything. (laughs) Or say anything until maybe they have... A monologue yes. at the end of the movie that establishes a relationship that was never brought up.
6: An earlier open in the
2: relationship movie. that was <laughs> never brought yeah. up.
4: I mean, you do
6: get little glimpses and peaks. For instance, the next scene Kevin Sorbo as Emilio Estevez in The Breakfast Club crashes through a door and knocks over Percy. Who's on the phone with, uh, who is he on the phone with? With Miss McKenzie? He only talks to one person,
5: and yes, it's Miss McKenzie.
6: And it's his mom lover, Miss McKenzie. This tall, blonde-haired goon crashes through a door, and that's it. That's the end of the scene. We're (laughs) moving on. (laughs) We don't
5: have time. We don't have time.
6: It is like so implausible to think, there must have been so much cut out of this movie. Yes. These, there's no way these scenes were conceived of to be 15 seconds long. Like, there's no way you do, like, crash, a whole crashing through the door effect to be like, this is going to be max eight seconds in the movie, guys, so let's go, 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 go. Like, there had to be, like, pages and pages and pages missing. Who knows how long this movie was supposed to be.
4: And then we get a scene uh, immediately after that where someone Vince maybe I don't I don't even remember who the two characters are in the scene because it's so much information yeah. that I was writing so much that I couldn't figure out who they were after that which is someone a guy is working on his car and another guy approaches and is like I- I could use some advice not on cars women and the other one's like I wrote the book on women
2: <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like who are you? Yeah. I think that
5: was Vincent Moon because I v- think, M- yeah. Moon is like Vince's you know Sherpa through the land of everything
6: no guys you're using your brain <laughs> you right, you gotta let go I was like go. I
4: think it's different people it is
6: blonde guy who crashes through the door and then guy who gives Vince advice at the end and then fakes <sighs> Sexually assaulting oh. Jana. Oh. It's those two characters.
5: Maggie's boyfriend. Ma- yes. you mean. Yeah. Maggie's, Maggie's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. okay, 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 okay. Maggie
4: is <laughs> Moon's girlfriend. No, Paula. no. Maggie is Maggie. the
5: other guy's girlfriend who gives wait, him advances dance. Wait, wait, who
4: Maggie, the
6: fuck is who Maggie? The fuck Ma- Maggie
4: is the husband's girlfriend. No, Maggie is the dance Paula, Paula is the short
6: hair girl. Maggie no. is the dance
4: girlfriend. Sorry, what?
6: Maggie is is the dancer who goes to
4: on that date. (laughs) Really? Oh no, I third base
6: Vince, Yes.
5: okay so Maggie is the other woman who Vince never catches on to the fact that she likes him but she's actually dating nameless guy who gives Vince yeah. advice who,
6: who gives him the advice at the end on the cliff
5: yeah And, and I'm going
6: I'm going and, through all of my notes Vince, now and I'm
5: trying yeah, yeah. to and who Vince is like wait why don't you want to punch me he's like ah, I don't care I know you didn't you didn't like Maggie but Maggie definitely thinks you like her okay yeah, and that that so cool. and
4: that cool. guy is Johnny T
6: right
5: Johnny T that makes sense that makes sense <laughs>
6: Yes. We, gotta I'm, I'm we got to get some things straight. Guys, I, I think I have a three ring binder. Let's, let's organize these. Yeah, yeah. Let me just. I've
1: got, I, I got to set up my board of string oh, up over
6: yeah. here. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I, yeah, it is madness. The amount <laughs> of people you are introduced it to. It puts the mad in mad cap.
5: <laughs> Moon says that he and Percy got off on the wrong foot because Moon has a job here and Percy doesn't want him to have a job here. So it, in order to extend an olive branch, He says, hey, me and the students are going out for drinks tonight because we're cool. And that's not an inappropriate thing for a teacher to be doing (laughs) with his students. You want to come with us to the do drop in? And Percy's just like, no, but okay." (laughs)
1: And Miss Mackenzie wants him to get dirt on Moon. So So that they can
4: send him back to prison. Not just (laughs) fire him. She wants to incarcerate
0: him. David Bronson just extended me a peace offering. He wants me to have drinks with him and his delinquents tonight.
7: I think you should do just that. Mm. Well, maybe you'll find some interesting information. Maybe you'll find his weak point. His Achilles here. Maybe. We can get him thrown back in jail again.
6: <laughs> yeah, You realize by the end of this movie that the climax of the A plot is centered on a tiff between two professors at a performing arts school. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Fighting
5: for tenure, yeah. Right, it's like, is that
6: really the movie I've been watching? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Yes, it That's is. It's wild. <laughs> the one that with all so of wild. the
6: MTV music videos is about uh, that? <laughs> I know. It, it really takes you by surprise. So,
1: uh, why does this fight break
5: out? I am completely unprepared. Percy unclear. accidentally Percy bumps into. In yeah, he knocks a drink over and onto a, a man's wife. Oh, you, are my lady, apology,
0: you clumsy jerk! Hey, hey, hey! Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're sorry, tough Percy.
5: It's just like any stuff. Wild West bar fight. It's like <laughs> you got drink on my wife, and then immediately everyone starts punching each other. But the yeah.
2: only
6: one that goes to jail is
1: Percy.
5: Yeah, because Moon got out of there. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah,
4: because he doesn't know how to flee. Yeah,
5: yeah. Scatter.
6: The movie makes the case that in a situation like that where like some big honky tonk bar dude was like, apologize to my wife, fucking Kenny lowercase g over here, (laughs) this like little fucking string bean would be like, I ain't apologizing to anybody. But what the movie knows well enough that after he says that he gets fucking knocked to the ground. And then the big bar brawl ensues. Moon gets pulled in. And because Vince is now his ward, Vince <laughs> jumps into the fight and like is ready to beat a man to death if Moon doesn't pull him off him. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Moon
6: inspires a lot of loyalty in this movie.
5: Oh, captain, my captain.
6: <laughs> and then that leads to the prison scene, which is also really great. <laughs>
1: I love that Julie Newmar gets to like really eat the scenery in this one
6: again if this is my fun land yes. that tête-à-tête between Miss Mackenzie and the cop was like oh this movie ha- like truly has me
0: madam
3: don't call
7: me ma'am I'm not your mother I'm not that old
0: what can I do for you
7: you can get Percival Grandville up here right now you are holding him here against his
4: will
0: you're not gonna believe this lady but everyone I got downstairs is being held against their will.
4: It is it is wild how many fucking guidos are in this movie, <laughs> oh, considering yeah. it's supposed to take place in L.A. Like, yeah. I lived in L.A. California doesn't have good <laughs> sauce anywhere to be found.
2: What are you talking
6: about? Where, where do you think the mafia ran the film industry from? Come on, Vegas. New York! <laughs> oh, come on. Get out of here. You think they're yeah, all, right, yeah. 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 they all making independent films? Nah, the mafia. <laughs> when they ran the movie Pictures, it was the Great Times, the Cocaine Times, the 80s, baby. We're talking about <laughs> movies like this, movies like Body Beat. Movies <laughs> like anything that had ninjas in it. Movies <laughs> didn't have to mean things. They could just be about
4: people shooting guns. Oh god. <laughs> it's the pictures that got small. <laughs> that, then for some reason, Moon is being real tough on yep. Janna. He's just like, I'm not going to stop saying you're, you're not great until you're great. And right. she storms out. Which
5: is the perfect time to ask someone on a date.
4: <laughs> yeah. Vince plows into her, knocks her on the ground, picks her up. And she's like, not a good time. And he's just like, not a good time. What if I bone you later?
2: And,
5: she-
4: <laughs> <laughs> and somehow she's like, all right.
5: After pushing him in a fountain.
6: I hate to be the the devil's advocate here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But if I must...
6: (laughs) 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 First, the the scene where uh, Moon was, like, coaching Jana. I know that she's playing it like, you know, you ride me too hard. And all that time what he's saying to Jana is like, I'm going to be here every day with you. You're not great yet. It's my job to tell you you're not great, which is true. That's what, like, a person a who is teaching teacher. at
5: a... <laughs> the biggest takeaway I have from this movie is that Moon is a good teacher. He knows what he's talking about and he pushes these kids to be the best they can be adults whatever age they are
6: that is truly the one the the problem with this movie is it is not clear how old these people are supposed to be because (laughs) look if they're like 25 then fine you know that it's just against the bylaws that he's dating a student if they're supposed to be like in high school this is a different movie (laughs) (laughs) and and his incarceration makes maybe more sense Mm -hmm. uh but uh, and then the the vince like date scene they real they front load it with the really bad stuff. Like he bumps into her, knocks her over and uses that as an excuse to like wipe debris off her ass.
2: <laughs> and that's
6: like Vince the bad guy of the movie. Oh okay, I know who Vince is now. Yeah. And then they not totally ineffectively just through like banter have to charm him back to A place of likability from knocking a girl down and touching her ass (laughs) and the fact that they kind of accomplish it is a triumph it's like a try i was so not into vince at the beginning of that scene and by the end of it i am like he is sort of charming though (laughs) he is a little charming
5: but if you think his method of asking someone out was undercooked Wait do you see his actual plan for a date?
6: Oh <laughs> Poor boy. I loved that what they signified as fancy restaurant in this movie. <laughs> oh, yes. oh my had god. Had like fucking picnic tablecloth, had like the sort of lights you mean around. They the the had like round. fake ferns everywhere. It's like this was how you signified
4: high society. they were yeah, they're wearing five hundred dollar suits and going out to Carabas. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> They're like, can I get a half carafe of your finest house white? <laughs> he brings a bag of quote, friends'
1: stuff that he like puts at the coat check and leaves. That's the dumbest plan. So then they sit down, oh. and the plan is. <laughs> So good. They sit down to dinner. He immediately makes up an excuse about his sick (laughs) uncle. And then he goes to get his bag, which turns out to be a valet uniform that he changes into, goes for a shift that he's doing downstairs
4: as a valet during his date.
5: How did he expect this to go?
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is the part of the movie where, like, it definitely lost me. Only in the, like, sense of, like, Guys, what are your priorities? Like, there are so many scenes that are so obviously cut down. And then we (laughs) see him parking like six fucking cars. I know. And like having scenes with all different kinds of characters. I'm just like, two max. We get the joke, guys. We get it.
5: (laughs) Well, and it's like the old cliche of, oh no, I have a dinner with two different people at the same night in the same restaurant. I have to run between the tables. This takes that to the like nth level because parking one car it's probably like a half an hour that he's left Jana at this table alone. What on earth is going on now?
7: Oh, uh, thank you for waiting. Can I have your keys? No, no, listen, I just saw your performance down there. I'm, not, I'm driving down here. No, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Down. I'm sorry you can't, but company policy is that customers are not allowed to drive their cars down to the garage. Insurance. Can I have okay.
6: your keys. Okay, okay,
3: thank you. okay. You better be careful.
6: Enjoy your meal. The 80s, I guess they truly were a wild time because you just pull up, get out of your car, let the valet take it, not even think about a ticket. Just like, yeah, this is your car now.
2: (laughs) That's
6: your job. I'm done thinking about my car.
2: (laughs) Stop
6: it. I don't want a ticket. I just want
5: to go to dinner.
6: It's funny, y'all. I had the total opposite reaction. I was really into it. Mostly because it was that, like you said, Jamie, that classic, like (laughs) trying to do two things on a date while you're trying to impress a girl. You know, it's hijinks
4: galore. Galore I think is
2: an uh, overstatement Yes it is, it is. <laughs> there, there was
5: Shenanigans a... ensue Okay
4: <laughs> It's a simple laugh But
6: it was effective, at least for me. That first time he like... It's a simple laugh, but effective raves, Casey. (laughs) Sometimes that's enough. They dance,
4: Siskel and Ebert.
5: (laughs) And we use the same joke three times, I think, when Jana's like, how's your uncle? Who? I don't know who you're talking... Like, he forgets his excuse multiple times. And like, one, you can do that once.
6: (laughs) Up until this point, we haven't had like a true dance number yet. <sighs> yeah we've seen yeah. <laughs> we've seen patrizia and claudia <laughs> Uh, dance that ballet <laughs> thing. We've seen them boogieing on the piano, and we've seen Jana do her thing for <laughs> yeah. Moon, and Moon do his thing for the class. And then there's been, like, montages of them, like, doing splits and stuff. But there's been no, like, actual dance number yet. So anytime people started dancing, I started, like, IMDBing being the cast. Like, that was, like, I knew when people, when, like, ballet was starting that was a time when i could like sort of zone out a little bit <laughs> see like who is that person in this movie oh uh, twin peaks that's interesting how many only two episodes i guess she wasn't on a lot <laughs> that valet parking thing is not perfect but i was like oh god something different thank goodness this wasn't just another like someone at a bar, like doing. Like, but again, then it wasn't something. something
5: different for like seven minutes.
6: Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. I think maybe what kept me from getting annoyed with that was me being a little baffled by the fact that every time he did go back. To the table to speak to Jana. <laughs> that there she was, was no, still there. That she was still there. <laughs> and that he made no attempt to one, con- like he was apologize, continue his lie. No. He would just like make a new lie, not even get to know her, not do the date, not do anything. No. Every time he was at the table, he would just seemingly be confused or off put for her asking a question, then gaslight her, and then be like, I gotta go. Well, and
5: then he gets which dispar- continues. Yeah. Yes, he gets disproportionately Mad at her when I she's know. like, you know, this isn't okay. Ray's right? like, well, you you know what I had to deal with. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> afford to bring you to dinner, but I asked you to dinner, so I decided to schedule dinner around my job, and I decided to do my job while we had dinner, so I could pay for this dinner that I was not prepared to have with you, and you you just want to be mad at me for that? Like, and now Vince I'm is fired. trying to
4: filibuster his way out of this.
5: <laughs>
6: it was masterclass in how to deflect
7: I made a fool out of me I'm stupid enough to let you I made a fool out of you? No, huh? Don't even try that one, baby I didn't have any money to take you out to dinner tonight I got fired from my last job but I wanted to take you out so bad that I went out and got myself another job today after you said you'd go to dinner with me Do you want to know what I was doing? I was out parking cars to pay for our meal.
6: Honestly, I look, this behavior should die. But if you're ever in a position where you need to talk your way out of something, take notes. This <laughs> oh, was
5: I'm the asshole!
6: Oh, I'm, I'm the, the asshole!
5: A- yeah. I think you are for not appreciating that I just got fired from a job I was ill-equipped to do to pay for a mildly priced <laughs> <laughs> dinner. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, you didn't realize I was poor because I didn't tell you that, nor did I tell you that I had to work a job to do this because I have too much fucking
6: pride. That's on you, babe. Now you're making me admit all the lies that I told you. Oh, real class act. Real classy move.
5: Jana's too good to sit at a table by herself for 35 minutes, I guess.
6: (laughs) Even though I told you what I genuinely thought was... Oh, probably the line that won me back at the fountain scene, at the initial meet-cute scene, when he was like, I promise I won't make wild, passionate love to you until at least two years into our fiery relationship. I was like, that's the line that wins it back. That's cute. And then this whole fucking speech is all to lead up. You see the screw, like the wheels turning in his head so that he can get to, and uh, I had trouble paying for dinner, and you're rich. Yeah, that's it. That's that's the angle here. You're actually very wealthy, and thus it's actually your fault fault. that I'm this way. Capitalism, you see. Uh, Honestly, that's a very good move. Anyone listening, that would probably work now better than it worked then. (laughs) You just say you're a rich girl, and that will make it so you do end up having sex that night as opposed to waiting in as you I said lie. you would do. Jana, remember when I told you I'd fuck you last? <laughs>
4: If you have like a really long negging situation, and then the sappy Final Fantasy 7 music starts to oh, play, oh yeah, it's this. Cinematically, it's a it's a whiplash. It's the, a home run. Best part. Is what it is? <laughs> best it's part. a it's a slam
6: fucking dunk. No,
1: <laughs> so we got an interpretive like dance number. But the best part is. Paula is composited yeah. on top of it yeah. playing yeah. the piano yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like the 1980s pop equivalent of the Beauty and the Beast dance scene Angela Lansbury yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and
6: again all of these things conspired towards my love of it once fucking paula's face like appears on the screen i was like
2: shut like up yeah.
6: i love you i don't i've never felt this before movie i love you so much why is this lady's face on the screen right now
3: It is
4: a fairly arresting scene and and is sort of like one of the the moments of this movie that like not cheesy works, just kind of works, which is awesome and undercut completely because we immediately cut to chickens in jumpsuits and a guy just being like, jump, 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 come on everybody, let's get it going, let's work it out. And then Vince is there for some reason and he's like, what in the world... Movie did <laughs> I walk into? <laughs> yeah. And then the guy's just like, we're exercising the chickens. Up, hip, jump. Up,
0: yep, yep, jump. Up, Oh, yep, jump. Hup, hup, what are you hup, doing? Jump, jump. Exercising the chickens. What are you doing up this early? Nobody gets up this early except farmers. I, don't know, I couldn't sleep. Nobody smiles like that without being in love. Makes him do strange, strange things. And then it ends! This character who we have never seen no.
1: before. No.
6: These chickens that have tailored jumpsuits. Just say, like reciting, like a cantation, the same f- three <laughs> sounds and then the word jump. While he's bouncing chickens, all of whom are wearing pants. And that is. <laughs> again a gift a thank you movie why I mean this is a thing I love too I didn't expect to see it but I also love this and then the last shot of the scene is seemingly a chicken jumping like that by itself hated it,
2: hated which it, hated it, hated it, was so
6: uncanny yeah it was yes, like it was yeah. otherworldly and horrifying and I need to believe that, that there were strings involved I yeah. like if I think I a chicken actually did yeah I yeah. I think I need to become a vegan I think I need yeah. to I Sat with that thought long enough. I Casey Vegan. Yeah, yeah, I I may I I cut off my own fingers to for all the chicken fingers I've eaten in my life. I've <laughs> yeah. read them in it solidarity. Was, it
5: was unnatural. I hated it so much. Oh like, what am I watching? What am I watching?
6: It was so weird.
1: Weirdly, this might be the most important scene in the it entire is. film.
4: It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's not important. All it does is set up a reveal later that actually is does also complete no God nonsense. Damn sense. Yeah. Yeah, like, finding oh, out who God. the who the mystery donor is incredibly inconsequential to <laughs> yeah. the actual movie. And normally, in a regular movie, this scene would be, like, so out of left field that it would feel like, oh, it's got to come back in some way. Right. But there mm. are so many scenes in this movie yeah. that never come back right. at all. It, so, like, yeah. this is, like, kind of... In some ways, brilliant, because they're just sort of like, yes, let's throw enough non sequiturs at you that when we actually throw a non sequitur at you that comes back, it's like we did it on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to do
6: this. Right, because it literally could have been any person who walked down those stairs at the end. It's yes. like it could it have is, been anyone from been the anything. movie, and it would have been. It could have been a
3: robot. Thing. Like it could have <laughs> yeah. been anything. Could have been an alien. It's like one of those episodes
4: of Scooby Doo where when they reveal the, the the villain, and it was someone who wasn't in the episode. Yeah. And you're like,
5: can you do that?
4: <laughs> <Is> that <allowed? laughs> yeah.
5: So now that we've resolved for the time being the Jana and Vince love story, now we're picking up and repeating all of the same plot beats with (laughs) Paula and Moon. So Paula is playing on her piano. Again, is she a dancer at the school? Unclear. Who knows? She just likes playing piano. The dialogue in this scene in particular is wild. Because it's like the most... I didn't know you sang... There's a lot you don't know about me. But my favorite yeah, is Oh, I know is exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah.
2: I, you yeah, better. Yeah. Please
6: do it. Please do it.
5: Because they're singing this song together at the piano. And there's an instrumental break where you think there'd be, like, this really emotional oh. line of dialogue.
4: <laughs> yeah, fuck me up. <laughs> oh, my god.
3: <laughs> what kind of songs? Songs! Songs? Songs! And then they just start <laughs> singing Yeah, you know I write songs.
4: What kind of songs? Songs. Fuck
6: you. (laughs) Why did we stop
3: for this?
2: this?
4: There was a part of me that
6: was like so disappointed with the movie for trying to sneak in some scenes in the middle of their song. (laughs) (laughs) You must by now know what kind of movie you are. You're just a ballet of cheesy musical numbers. All right. So uh, uh, go with me a bit on this. It's a little un... uh, Developed. Okay. No, I this is definitely underdeveloped, but I think maybe this is your favorite movie. I well it's definitely up <laughs> there, but I think maybe Moon might be an Assyrian demon. And That's the end of the episode. I, I'm gonna need a little more on this one. No, that's it. That's
2: it. That's
6: it. <laughs> because Paul is playing her song, a song she's been she's been writing songs noodling. throughout this movie. Yeah. She's been noodling, right? And then Moon walks in, and Moon just starts like singing in it's, it's like uh, it's like Walk the Line, right? It's like, all right, now we're all gonna play the song <laughs> that we all. know. Oh, I'll just go. You sing. Never sing the parts where I sing. We know each other's parts. All right, let's go. Let's do it. And the sort of magical realism
4: of that. No, she she asks. she literally was like, how do you know that? And he points to the lyrics on the page. It's just like, I can fucking read. Oh,
6: that's pretty good. Does he point to the music she's already read or does he point to the music he's manifested there on the page (laughs) with his otherworldly power? Because... We've all conceded that already before this, Moon, an excellent teacher at this school, is pushing all of them to new heights. Knows exactly what to say. You know, this isn't like a Coach Carter situation. The <laughs> students are immediately like, Moon is the most important person who's ever come into our lives. And we love him. He's making us better. We need the Moon. The Moon is like in control here. And then his name's Moon. So I, so I, so I started Googling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the god of the
6: uh, the Cepervium, oh the god of the Cepervium, a uh, culture within the Assyrians, uh, prayed to uh, the god Adramalek, who is the moon god. I said this was undercooked. Give me some rope. Prayed to the moon god Adramalek. Now Adramalek was just a a moon god that these people prayed to, but in the biblical account of them, this was a false prophet, false god. Adramalek got demonified over history and. In demonology, in the Infernal Dictionary, a a book on demonology.
4: It's really good that this movie has a lot of dance sequences. You can do all this this Googling during the movie. I told you it was
6: undercooked. Don't judge me. This is a rough draft. Describing demon hierarchies in this book Written by Jacques (laughs) Collin de Plancy in 1818. It described a drama as having a muscular human torso, a mule's head, and a peacock's tail. And what is Moon if not a peacocking jackass with a great body? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Oh damn. that actually tracks <laughs> It is aided by just the magical realism of musical movies in general. When a musical number starts, it is both within reality and outside of reality. And all of these things are not explained in most musicals unless the leader who comes to town is an Assyrian demon named Adromalek
4: who is the who, who is <laughs> which is which is also the plot of the music man. yeah. <laughs> the music man
6: goat <laughs> what I should say here is the moon in Assyrian culture was very important for astrology it's pretty much what they based a lot of their cultural decisions on especially when it came to governance and who is in power
4: like running a prestigious dance school perhaps not prestigious the most prestigious. the most prestigious
6: <laughs> yeah I guess the dance scenes were kind of boring I did tune out yeah <laughs>
3: This has been half epic history. <laughs>
6: you have no reason to suspect that I was high during uh, any portion, of,
2: <laughs> any
6: portion of watching this movie or researching it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: anyway, <coughs> so what's what what happens? <coughs> what happens next? They have a have, uh, Percy and Moona fight.
1: Literally rest of this movie all my notes are dance love montage another dance love montage dance love montage another dance love
2: montage well
4: I want you I want you to listen with your bodies and with your mind
2: yeah
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) because we just get more montage duets of people falling in love I do like the moon Paula duet of <laughs> now we can touch, t- touch each other like real lovers do. Yeah, Hello, the virgin it's song. Text, me. text, yeah,
3: text. Because
1: it is important to say that Moon wants to collaborate with Paula on, like, a song. On a (laughs) song for the big Hollywood shows. So he books a studio for them, and Percy is creeping on them this whole time, taking photos of them falling in love.
6: Because, depending on how old these kids are supposed to be, it is a genuine scandal. Or, perfectly reasonable adult relationship, and you are never sure at any point in this movie.
4: No. Yeah, the the big thing things that from like this next 20 minutes that I wrote down was one, we have this Vince and Jana improv dance scene that looks
0: like Danzig's mother music video. Which I appreciated. <laughs> All right, we're going to work with a partner. We're going to do improvs. I want you to listen with your bodies, with your mind through the eyes. Work as one. I don't want to see two individuals. I want to see one person moving across the floor. Start with Jana and Vince. Let's
3: go! Yeah,
6: I liked the way that they stylized the, like, improv dance mode. Like, it, yeah. again, it was like... That was cool. As opposed to just being another dance scene in a rehearsal space, it was a musical number. And it was doing something. It was showing us the connection between Jana and Vince. And because it is this larger-than-life thing, we are then emotionally prepared... To understand that Vince doing the same with Maggie is a betrayal, betrayal. even though they're at a dance school and they're <laughs> yeah. supposed to like dance yeah. with each other. That you're is supposed literally... to pair
5: up with more than just the person. Well, you're, you're supposed hit. to like... dance with
2: everybody. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. dance school.
5: <laughs> yeah. And he's
4: doing a lot of motorboating of Jana in front of everybody. He's like,
2: yeah,
4: there's,
1: there's a lot of rubbing. Yep.
4: He was
6: trying to bring the lambada to the school. That's what that's what Chicken Man was paying a million dollars for. So now
1: we find out Vince has a new job as a limo driver. Can't
5: imagine why he got fired from the valet <laughs> Yeah. Can't imagine. And he
1: gets a call on his car phone to pick up Maggie because she wants to go dancing at a cool club that's inside of Grauman's Chinese yes. Theater.
2: Is that
4: okay? Because yes. it, it is Grauman's
2: yeah. Chinese Theater. Oh, no, cool. I know
3: that.
4: I was just like, yeah, I was like, where? are they going?
5: And where did they park?
1: <laughs> There's no parking on that street. For a
5: limo? They
1: dance the night away, and then Maggie comes back and tells Jenna that she spent the most wonderful night of her life with her boyfriend Vince. You're gonna wake up the day.
5: Sorry. I just had the best time. I can't help it. He's so great. He's great. <laughs> you know, I can never figure out what you saw in him. <laughs> I, mean, I always thought he was just a jerk. But after last night, well, things have changed. Who's a jerk? Vince. I spent the most wonderful night of my life with him. The whole night.
4: And after Percy, you know, gives Moon the, you better not or I'm gonna. Oh, when they have the jacket fight?
6: When (laughs) the, the 80s jacket fight scene? Like, it was just mid shots of, like, Percy going up to intimidate Moon. To be like, I've got pictures of you and a student. That goes against the rules. You're going to get fired. But all I could focus on was like, Moon's wearing leather jacket and Percy's wearing like a windbreaker. Windbreaker. The color of those (laughs) like disposable (laughs) 90s cups. And it was.
4: Yes, I wanted it. He looks like like a cool (laughs) cigarette Right.
6: It was two very different (laughs) 80s. You know, you could see the two forces like squeezing against each other. (laughs) Opposite magnets like repelled from each other.
4: And and Paula is 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 now getting no love from Moon as he's shrugging her off as she but tries to why? make advances in class which is yes, strange yeah. weird
5: but also why wouldn't he be honest why wouldn't he just tell her hey I'm sorry I really care about you but this relationship is inappropriate and I could lose my job for it
4: Because the writer never thought about that <laughs> Instead, he just doubles down
1: on the lie. Yeah,
5: he just ghosts. Because
1: she's wondering why they haven't mixed the song yet that, you know, he said was super important. and He's like, I don't know. I'm just really busy right now. You know, I got stuff going on.
5: David, talk to me. What's happening here? I mean, you don't return my phone calls. You act like you don't even want me around and like you don't even know me.
0: I'm just really busy preparing for the show, that's all. all Paula, I'm just busy.
5: Okay, well, when you get unbusy, you better hope I'm still around.
0: I think maybe you have forgotten that this is a dance academy. Oh, is it really? Yes. And the way you're dancing looks, I know exactly where you should be every minute until the show.
2: Oh, and where's that? Rehearsing!
0: So yeah, the, so Jana's mad
6: at Vince, I guess. Like again, we don't yeah. really get scenes of anything, but like Jana. Well, was, oh no, that's
4: we not get true. A very we, brief get, scene. we get the God I hate men scene. Yes, yeah. oh, which I right. think is maybe the most
1: real scene in the film.
5: You know, as women do, they start stress rearranging <laughs> their dorm. Yeah, a <laughs> lot, lot
4: of frustrated LP stacking.
5: Yeah,
6: <laughs> and Paula walks into the room in the midst of Jana's like nervous breakdown, which is when that <laughs> camera spins around and the room is a mess. It was a real shock. <laughs> That's
2: real. That's
5: yeah.
1: real. Much like a lot of scenes in this film, this lasts like a grand total of thirty seconds.
4: Yeah, and Vince is 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 like doing his like Knights of Rodanthy thing, <laughs> oh. and just sitting on uh, sitting on the beach, just scowling and looking and looking hot, and
5: while a reprise of Paula and Moon's love ballad plays.
4: And Johnny T shows up, and Johnny T is a character that we met very quickly, did not have a name at <laughs> yeah. that point, no. who then we find out is Maggie's,
0: like, boy toy? Yep. What did I do wrong? The dance with Maggie didn't help a whole lot.
7: Maggie? With Maggie? Yeah, stupid with Maggie.
0: Maggie? No, that was a dance, it wasn't man. wasn't a dance. It was just a dance. It wasn't a dance. No, it was just a dance. No, it was, no, it was more like a mating ritual. Then why aren't you mad at Maggie? I expect that from her. She's hopelessly shallow. She's conniving, spoiled, superficial. That's what intrigues me about her. I love it.
5: Johnny T is the realist, guys. Johnny T.
6: (laughs) is my hero.
5: <laughs>
4: and he and we cut back into the dance class and Johnny T's like, all right, I'm going to have a dance with Janet because that's going to make it all better. It's the
5: Marty McFly school of yeah.
6: getting people back together. truly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 He's doing both the Marty
6: McFly and the Biff method Biff. <laughs> of bringing these two back together. He couldn't more perfectly embody the dude's rock mentality. Okay. like, and, and in a way that isn't like, Takes nothing away from the women is like he is allowing Maggie to have like a, a crazy amount of autonomy autonomy in their relationship, <laughs> yeah. and like also like a just seemingly an open one, just like a yeah. Hey, yeah whatever. he's like,
2: I
5: know, I know what I signed up for. Yeah. That's how she is. I love her, and she can do what she it's wants. Pretty uh-huh. fun. <laughs> it's pretty my
4: fucking motor running, babe. Right. Like <laughs> he's he's more than like she could do what he, she wants. He's like I'd like her to do everyone. <laughs>
6: <laughs> like he's the greatest dude. <laughs> he's just. He's there for, he's there to smooth everything out.
4: And he does. And Vince basically, after Johnny T and Jana dance for a while, he kind of spins Johnny T around. And he goes, no, she's mine. Or she was mine. Or I'd like her to be mine. And Jana's just like, ooh, I like being objectified. I guess this is on again. <laughs>
6: and they're back together. Also, I feel like we should take a moment to appreciate the big line of the movie. The line that is doing so much heavy lifting to bring this movie to some sort of closure or cathar or just like some sort of structural form to the narrative. Because that scene opens with Moon giving like a tearful callback to his first monologue. Yeah. It's not even cleverly written. It's literally like, no. <laughs> yeah. remember that line I said earlier in the movie?
0: Remember back when I was talking about... The difference between being great and thinking you're great. (laughs) And those that are great, they don't have to talk. You guys never have to say a word to nobody.
4: (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It it sure it That's it sure amazing. happens. That
6: line <laughs> is meant for us to be like, "Oh, they're great. they've made it. The team has yeah. made it. like that line has whole movies are encapsulated in that line. We don't
4: have to see it. Got to love the tell don't show. Don't yeah. show us that they're great. Yeah. We don't have to see anyone dance
1: besides our three oh, characters, yeah. our four
4: main characters. Especially because we are we are mere minutes away from the big finale. And when we get to the big finale, <laughs> they don't do anything that we have seen thus far in the movie. <laughs> yeah, no. What they've been practicing, we
1: don't
5: see a brand no. new number. But first, there is uh the sabotage of Percy that right. happens in between. This so- is the most
1: hijinks of the movie
5: so percy earlier he had veiled threatened moon saying hey you better be careful with who you're dating because be ashamed for something to happen (laughs) and then when moon does the right thing by like breaking off his relationship with paula Percy's like no i didn't mean like that i mean i'm gonna leak these photos (laughs) anyway and you're gonna be fired so Moon's plan to get back at Percy, <laughs> he calls in his favor with Vince because he owns Vince. Let's be real here. <laughs> <sure>. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah uh, uh, they, they have given themselves, they've given their autonomy over to a drama
0: yep.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: Moon.
0: What? I need a big favor. I've got to call my chips.
7: Sure, anything.
0: Well, Percy's got me in a bad bind. I can't get into the details, but here's what we got to do. You know he's performing for the board of
5: directors, right? Percy has to give some big, like, showcase to some investors, but not enough who are, like, actually investing in the school because they only have one investor. Really. Yeah. <laughs> also,
6: he's dancing in front of the like play set from Adam's Family Values.
2: Yes. <laughs>
6: during yes! a fucking hurricane. Yeah. During a windy, <laughs> like, middle of the afternoon show. Like this movie and school gives zero shit about the classical ballet department. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Percy is always on the back foot. Yeah, he's a
1: one-man ballet example. Yeah.
5: Patrizia counts, too, <laughs> wherever
6: she is. Where are
5: <laughs> Wherever Patrizia is. This would be <laughs> a great
6: time for Patrizia to show up. Wouldn't that have been sweet if, like, at the end of the movie, they all turn and they're like, who's that? who's that? And Vince goes, "It's Patrizia? <laughs> Patrizia. <laughs> and she comes out and dances, like, like circles around everyone. Yeah, that would have been. Oh.
5: Well, the boys grease up Percy's ballet shoes and the stage, and cause him to slip slide around which for some reason will invalidate anything he could ever say to people after
2: this <laughs>
4: and it is hilarious yeah immediately <laughs>
6: hilarious that crowd was ready to laugh the minute his like just <laughs> his footing was off
5: i love rooting for professionals to fail yeah. gonna, every performance i go to i'm like someone better biff it tonight otherwise why am i here <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't think it's mutually exclusive that man messing up his ballet routine and photographs of a man and an underage student together would invalidate one another. But apparently that's all Moon needs to get off the hook.
6: Yeah, that they wouldn't believe photos of Moon (laughs) student canoodling because it was taken by a bad dancer. (laughs) So Paul is
1: packing up and leaving and Jana can't stop her. And we get like a a little flashback montage as Paula rides away of her love with Moon. And then it's the night of the big show.
5: It's also for the best Paula goes away. Because again, I cannot prove that she is at all a dancer whatsoever. She has spent (laughs) none of her time at the Academy dancing.
2: No.
1: A dance break breaks out outside of the theater before the big show.
5: In front of a sign that says "Breaking Out," the theme of the show.
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
5: it's
1: crazy. And then the show itself. Starts. No, no, no! Whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa.
6: No, <laughs> no, 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 no! Joshua, don't
1: think you can get ahead on yeah. this. I, got, I
6: wanted to, I thought I could
1: trick you all. I thought I could get past this scene. Uh, no,
6: no, no! It's because because they're approached by this little boy who says, "Hey, are you dancers?" They said, well, yes, we are dancers. And then he says, I'll show you a real dancer. And then produces a boombox, starts yeah. to play a song, and then right as you think that boy is about to start dancing fucking fades back out of the frame, and then another guy jumps into frame and starts dancing. I, I now know why babies like peekaboo so much. That was delightful. Yeah. It was like a delightful thing when a different person just jumped into the frame and started dancing.
5: Beggar question, are they human or are they dancers?
2: <laughs> In another movie,
4: some might say a better movie, But in another movie, (laughs) this scene would have consequence, context. (laughs) This would be where the streets meet the academy. And somebody saying, like, let me show you what it's like to really feel the music, you know, would basically inspire them through their non-academic dancing style to maybe change or shift something in the show that would make it better. Instead, a kid is just like, hey, my friend dared me to go tell you off and then he's gonna dance at you, but not that well. He's gonna kind (laughs) of jig that moment where you think he's gonna run up the wall and do a flip. He doesn't, he's just gonna like jump up on a thing and kind of shimmy around a little bit. And then they're gonna get served when Vince kind of plies in the air a few times. And then the movie's gonna move on. It was a wild decision to be like, we're going to have this big set piece, and we are going to do nothing with it. I was psyched
6: because I thought that was going to be, like, the final number. I thought that was going to be the scene, and... I was kind of digging on a movie that was like it's all leading to this show but even as you've said Greg none of the movies really been about preparing for the show it's just been this very these very vague ideas about just like pushing yourself to becoming a great dancer it's very
4: whiplash
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah sort of
6: the idea that there is like a big show but that the final number was like on the street out front, and like even in that number, like a bunch of the side characters come back. It's not just Vince and Jana, like Blondie's there. I think Johnny T's there. Like they do dances with umbrellas. Yeah. I was like psyched thinking that that was going to be in the, the movie because then it would just be dancing is important. We love dance. the world is dancing. We've settled all the problems. I thought Paula was going to walk back in during that number. I thought it was just going to be like, da, 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 da. we're done, <laughs> right? But then that's the, the movie because it is known in the wrong world needs to end with a fucking guitar solo needs yeah. to end with a fucking rock opera baby
4: Which is a great segue right into the final number, which is apparently the Divine Comedy. <laughs> they blew the yeah. budget on mannequin pieces, yeah. yeah, on arms and lasers, and yeah, ill placed ill
6: lasers. Oh, the laser dancing was great. I really love the yeah, laser dancing. I, this whole sequence was great to me. It was. I it, dug this. Maybe it went a little long. But, yes. yeah, but but that
3: was, but it
4: also has like a theme, which I thought was really cool. Like, yeah, the, the theme is that they cut in the final dance from staying alive at the end <laughs> of the movie. But there is just like a
6: feeling of it's all been leading to this. You're getting us at full power. All the, the dancers are dancing. The cinema is cinemaing. And in <laughs> both regards, it's not... The highest quality. It's not. It's not the world's best, but it is. I don't know. For me, there was enough movements of the piece where, like, new characters would come in and things like that. That it did sort of feel like a fun final coda to the movie. But then that's not even the end the
1: of
5: ending, the movie. No, the nope. movie
6: just couldn't stop itself. Like a standing ovation
5: from their parents. Again, don't let's not be too impressed, yeah. guys. This is a senior showcase.
4: It's a senior showcase. With the teachers in it. Yes.
5: Percy and Moon seemingly have the biggest parts. What do you... What? Uh, b- uh, because, Greg, contractually, every student has to come back to be a teacher, apparently, at this school. <laughs>
1: the attorney of the owner <laughs>
5: takes the mic
1: <laughs> to introduce the mysterious owner-benefactor.
5: No one questioned this. Yeah,
6: I don't even... I didn't even remember the place having an owner-benefactor. <laughs> like.
1: The chicken man... From the one scene
6: earlier walks out
5: the delightful chuckle from the audience, it's like,
6: oh, oh you. <laughs> me- you, yeah, because they've been watching the movie with us. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Thank God they had a better memory than me because they helped cue that. I'm like, wait, what?
2: <laughs>
6: right. I totally also just, you know, the, the VHS rip that I was watching. It's like when they were like and introducing our benefactor and that wide shot of someone coming down the stairs and the audience like bemusedly laughs. I was like, who's, that? who's <laughs> that? Am I supposed to know who that?
4: is? I'll tell you, the tape itself doesn't belie that much better than the rip. <laughs>
6: All of this is the illusion of... The unnecessary illusion of narrative. Like, the movie has, like for lack of better term i don't lack it i just like this term shot its wad by that point like we've seen the dancing all we needed was paula walking back in in the back of the house and that would have been a completed movie yeah. if they had just finished dancing paula walks in moon caesar and credits that could have been the whole movie they needed to put a hat on it they needed yep. to like be like actually here's the payoff from earlier in the movie Remember this character? Remember the concept of someone owning this school? Waha! Well, it was this character who owned the school.
5: And now I'm going to make my nephew the head of all dancing, reporting only to Julie Newmar. I don't know if that means Percy lost his job completely or what. Uh, That was unclear in the moment. Very unclear.
6: I guess it means the school has gotten the money. Moon is keeping his job and Miss Mackenzie is still in charge. So like, yes. again.
5: Everyone wins. Everyone
6: wins. Except maybe Percy,
1: Except
5: but we're Percy. not sure.
6: Except maybe <laughs> Percy, but I guess he's in the troop because he like comes triumphantly rejoins the show. Yep.
4: Which was never established earlier is the fact that the show is going to be a classical meets modern jazz. It's going to be about the tug of war between the two styles and the new and the old. And and now everyone is happy and amy 80s and Jana looks like 80s <laughs> Tina Turner and yeah. now we dance with lasers and it's mind-rending. Yeah. Paula walks in at the back of the room
1: just as Moon takes the mic and his big speech is oh. reading the fine print of their contracts it's, to the Academy, it's such which a he's stinker. like very, very emotionally doing.
0: I'm sure these fine students neglected to read the fine print of their acceptance contracts to the academy it says here i the undersigned do hereby agree to give part-time service for at least one year following the completion of my studies to help teach those who come after me
5: all of the students are very
0: happy about because
5: no one wants to leave summer camp, Josh. <laughs> no one <laughs> wants to start their lives. <laughs>
4: They're very like like I came here for professional development. Now what I'd like that to mean is never leaving or becoming famous. Yes, (laughs) exactly. And being contractually obligated to. This makes sense why they keep referring to it as the most prestigious dance school, because it's the only one that guarantees 100% job placement.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to see you all in September. You savvy? (laughs) Yeah!
3: stars are not in this movie, <laughs> and if it's probably lost to history, then tell me, Greg, <laughs> what these dance jocks also made, because there's nothing else I'd rather listen to. <laughs> Rip off report card So now I'll finally learn Rip off report card About these people who are great at turns Rip off report card I miss you moon Come back to me moon
5: You light up my life, Casey. Oh,
4: thank (laughs) you. The Body Beat Ripoff Report Card is brought to you by Mr. Moon's Moonlit Moonwalk Tour. You'll want a bite of Moon's moon thighs as he's running with the night. (laughs) (laughs) While Body Beat isn't necessarily recognized by many outside of the dance world, one name attached would be very familiar to the more meatball inclined crew. (laughs) Executive producer and co-writer Guido DeAngelis was an intensely prolific composer and musician and along with his brother Maurizio scored a ton of Italian cult films, westerns, and comedies. Films like You're the Hunter from the Future, Alien 2 on Earth. Death Rage, Chino, A Blade in the Dark, and Torso all don the DeAngelis Brothers' signature score. But these brothers weren't just known for cult films. They were among the most prolific composers of the 70s, with almost 200 credits each. They were so prolific, in fact, they had to go by a number of pseudonyms so as to temper the appearance of their output to try to avoid oversaturating the market. Known variously as the G&M Orchestra, Barqueros, Charango, Kathy and Gulliver, (laughs) Hombres (laughs) Del Mar, and Dilly Dilly. They're most famously known as Oliver Onions. Having charted a number of times in Germany, Italy, Australia, Belgium, the Netherlands, and Spain for original songs like Dune Buggy, Oars Away, Flying Through the Air, and the theme song for Sandokan. A number of these were songs for Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill comedies, like Trinity Is Still My Name, The All The Way Men, and Watch Out, We're Mad. The DeAngelis Brothers shared composition and, most importantly, performance duties with director and co-writer Ted Mather, whose three directing credits are all on dance movies this, its sequel, City Rhythms, a.k.a. Dance to Win,
2: and (laughs) Faith, a.k.a. Ballerina.
4: Seemingly, Ted and the DeAngelis brothers hit it off because they bankrolled those following films and wrote much of the music which Ted performed. Ted had dabbled in B-movies previously, having performed songs on the killer Viking warrior slasher film, Berserker, and seemingly went back to Broadway after his stint in Hollywood. The theme, Dance, 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 was performed by Truck Frank Cower, who also worked on Berserker, while female vocal duties were handled by Paula Nichols, who plays Paula in the film. Oh. and who, according to IMDb, famously appeared in Driller Killer as friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been the body beat
3: Oh yeah. yeah! You told me, Greg, What <laughs> <laughs> these Italians also made There's nothing else I'd rather listen to Rip off report card. The guy's name was Guido. Rip off report card. That's not an ethnic stereotype, just so you know. Rip off report card. The class for what was the name of this movie?
5: Body
4: Beats. Uh oh, he's already started forgetting it.
5: Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> I'm the, already that was losing the class it. for my life. That, my, was my the, that, was, yeah,
6: that was the story of my time in Dance Academy. Uh, everybody, dance, uh, do the dance. Now, look at your pants and look at your notes and tell me. What, from Body Beat, may be on the final test?
5: Choreographer and dancer Martha Graham once said, Dance is the hidden language of the soul. Sadly, though, I chose Latin as my extracurricular language in high school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling it now, chicken jumpsuits are the next big fad. (laughs) Get in on the ground floor.
6: (laughs) Hey, remember back when I was talking about the difference between being... (laughs) great podcasters <laughs> I'm thinking you're great podcasters <laughs> and that those that are great never have
4: to talk you podcasters
5: don't have to say a thing to anyone don't we though to be podcasters
4: that's like the whole thing <laughs> No, the next five episodes are just going to be two hours of silence
5: <laughs> <laughs> so
4: uh... I'd like to read you all a little bit of the fine print on the contract you signed
2: <laughs> oh, no. for the oh, show.
4: No. Oh, no. oh, no. I undersign, do hereby relinquish all autonomy for myself, what? as well as my personal belongings what? to no. the estate of one Gregory L. Hansen, effective what? immediately. What? So what? slaves, oh, what? I guess I'll be seeing you in September.
3: <laughs> no. Oh, no!
2: yay! <laughs>
1: Thank you so much to our teacher, Philip Marlowe, Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra, and Gabriella Tessatori of Scout Harris for our theme music, Justin Ferrero of the Rizzos for bed music, and Shear for our logo, and the entire Video High crew. Greg Hansen, Casey Regan, Jamie Kennedy, and me, Josh Roth. School's out for summer through July, but we'll be back on August 5th with special guest Elsa Eli Waith, comedian, activist, and co host of the Your Fine podcast to discuss Ebony, Ivory, and Jade. An American track team gets kidnapped on their way to the Olympics in Hong Kong. Spoiler alert they win the gold medal at Asking. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my. oh no. Hey, happy Mother's
6: Day. <laughs> oh, God.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> she oh, called course. you. Uh, can I, and can you're
6: podcasting. She carried you for nine no, months, be Joshua. <laughs> nine months, and you're podcasting, and she has to call you
2: uh, uh,
3: uh, in your ear. Mm. Podcast Network.